0: Hey, Lysol, uh, give me a few minutes, I'll be getting started.
1: I would guess we're about 20, 20, 25 minutes out. Let's check our 30, 33. All right, but we might have possibly gotten our info late. So I'd say 25 minutes maybe. We will see exactly when President Trump arrives. Also, I would guess that his motorcade doesn't have to see in traffic like the rest of us have to so um, maybe it'll be a little bit before that maybe 25 minutes or so until president trump's arrival here today at the federal courthouse and i do want to ask um our camera really quick in production just to make sure that we know when the fee team is ready to go from the backside um so they can let me know but in the meantime i want to give a shout out to our friends over at Blackout out coffee they have been an incredible supporter of right side broadcasting network we've enjoyed working with them and coffee is something you really can't get enough of in the media business especially if you are in charge of covering president trump because that man has dragon energy now if you're tired of the same old monotonous liberal flavored coffee brands stop giving your money to woke companies that don't care about you go with a coffee option that aligns with your conservative values. And my friends, that's a blackout coffee. It's not enough to simply taste great. You want to be proud to support the company knowing they align with your conservative values. That's why I'm telling you to give them a try. I'm proud to personally recommend Blackout Coffee. This is a coffee company that is 100% committed to conservative values. From sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support, or shipping, they've got an incredible work ethic and are dedicated to promoting conservative principles. They accept no compromises on taste or quality. Do me a favor and check out blackoutcoffee.com slash rsbn and use coupon code RSBN for twenty percent off your first order. Ditch those other guys Blackout coffee remains true to our values. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash RSBN or use coupon code RSBN for twenty percent off your order looks like reports are now coming in that president trump has already arrived motorcade has already come through um possibly using an underground parking deck which my guess is the one behind us and we might have missed it earlier when i said there were cars coming through but that was about an hour ago so i'm not sure when or where but good for them they got it figured out as long as he is safe and secure through this mess so we can have our other team come back up front and cover some of the groups and the supporters for president trump we can make sure that they um they are aware of what's going on and that they can turn around and just come back right here you can see the local police department they are kind of growing in numbers as we get closer and closer to president trump's 3 3 p.m. 3 p.m. arrangement. We are less than one hour out until he's expected to go in front of the judge and possibly plead guilty or not guilty, but also have to go through the fingerprinting process and possibly headshot. We will see. We've got this truck that keeps circling by, and I really like that tractor trailer. I would love to own one of those. Um, Don't think my little car would be able to tow it, but maybe one day. I'm going to take a quick water break. It is pretty hot down here in Miami. It feels okay unless you're talking for hours and standing in the direct sun. So let me get some water, and I will be right back. But enjoy the scene. You guys can kind of figure out what's going on here, and then we'll talk about it when I get back.
0: All right. Today is June the 13th, 2023. Uh, I'm doing this a special live room because uh, today's the day Donald Trump have to Face a federal magistrate judge to plead guilty or not guilty about the, the uh, espionage and classified document uh, uh, cases. So anyway, uh, I'm just going to play uh, what this uh, YouTube channel called the uh, 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 Right Side Broadcasting. And uh, because apparently Trump has, right now it's two o'clock in the afternoon, and apparently Trump has arrived. So we are just waiting uh, for Trump to come out and uh, to to watch all these footages because uh, I don't know how old you are, if you're old enough. You will remember the Bronco chase, the slow chase of uh, O.J. Simpson's Bronco, and in my opinion, the Trump espionage case will be a bigger case than O.J. Simpson's double murder trial. And uh, think about it uh, again. You have you have to be old enough to know about the O.J. Simpson trial. Uh, there is a tremendous amount of DNA evidence collected from the blood from various crime scenes. And the prosecutor literally will have a slam dunk case. However, O. James Simpson was found unanimously not guilty. So, 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 I think that the Trump espionage case will draw just the same kind of public attention. And uh, that's why I'm doing this uh, special live room just to compare the two cases. One is the OJ Simpson's double murder trial. And this one, Trump's Episnot. Now, I don't know how to pronounce that word, <laughs> espionage trial. So, uh, just uh, hang on tight. I'm going to, hopefully, there will be some folks coming in, and I will hope there's some folks are old enough to remember the OJ Simpson double murder trial. And the judges, the all the public uh, excitement that this trial brought to us, Back in the nineties, this is a boy, thirty some years ago. So anyway, so I, I will just keep on playing the right side broadcasting. Uh, the reason I picked this up uh, the piece because uh, the mainstream media pretty much has has the conviction, the verdict already. So the uh, the right side broadcasting is an interesting YouTube channel. I think they are funded that uh, they they started the channel. The exact same time when Donald Trump announced his presidency for the for, uh, back in the 2015, I have been following this particular YouTube channel because truly are the, they are the only one that is following Trump, shadowing Trump wherever he goes on a campaign. Back then when the mainstream media, including Fox News, never covered the, the Trump's rally end to, uh, from end to end, This is the channel who did that so the reason I played is not because they're right just but but because uh, we can hear some different voices uh, because otherwise you're just going to hear all the echo chambers from the mainstream media. Okay, I'm just continue to play the right side broadcasting's uh, YouTube channel.
2: with Christina Bob we are on the other side the back side of the federal courthouse here in downtown Miami as you can see there's a crowd of people behind us here as well anyone just hoping to get a glimpse of the president as he arrives at court but we are getting word that he is already here inside of the courthouse that is confirmed uh, that President Trump has arrived he did not come the front way uh, maybe a secret way that he came in but uh, we do know that he has arrived for his hearing on those uh, indictment charges and so uh, it's been a, a, a- to see so many people coming out and supporting the president, but at the same time, to me, it feels like a somber day, because I feel like we should not be here, Christina. We we should be at home celebrating our families and being with our families uh, on this Tuesday. He should be celebrating his birthday tomorrow, but yet, the corrupt left is doing another attack on the president, another play out of their playbook to bring him down, and as you heard President Trump mention over and over again, he will not yield, he will not back down, he is going into that courthouse with um, a positive uh, outlook on all of this and we're just hoping for the best but you know what's going to get us through this as well as president trump the lord so we need to pray for him as much as possible because uh, the left is trying its hardest
3: to bring him down and destroy our country Yeah, you're exactly right. And although we didn't actually see Donald Trump come in or any of that, he came in through the underground parking on the other side of the building. So we came around the back to get a different view, but it's all blocked off. We can't get to anywhere close to where he would be. But we did see some of the senior staff on the campaign. I'll call out my friends and colleagues. I saw them walking into the building, but we did not see the president or his legal team or any of that but I do imagine that he is speaking with his attorneys now, getting ready, I'm sure he is already ready for this arraignment. What an arraignment is, is where, I know we've mentioned this earlier, but it's where the court's going to make sure that he understands the charges that are levied against him, that he understands what he's being accused of, that he understands his rights, that he's comfortable. Uh, His attorneys have explained his rights to him. I imagine that his attorneys will probably waive reading the charges so that they can get through this a little bit faster. It's very much just a procedural, Uh, hearing he'll enter his plea of not guilty and that really will probably be the end of it today is very much a procedural day it is a very sad day as vanessa uh, talked about uh, making history this is not the kind of history we like to make in the united states but Uh, But here we are. We have our very first political prosecution of one administration prosecuting the number one opponent for the upcoming election and trying to get him out of the race, get him off his game. You know, I hear people say that um, the Democrats are trying to throw Donald Trump in jail or they want to see him behind bars. I've seen people adding up the number of years that Donald Trump could potentially be facing. I've got to say, I honestly don't even think that's their goal. I think their goal is to keep him out of the White House. They don't care if he wants to retire and live a happy, nice little life in Mar-a-Lago, you know, enjoying life on the beach. I think they would leave him alone and they don't care about trying to throw him in jail. They just don't want him in power. They don't want him in the White House. It's because he's determined to save this country. He's determined to make sure that the American people get to get to keep the freedoms that we were born with. From our Constitution. He is facing these charges. He's entering a plea of not guilty. He's continuing with his campaign. He's not backing down. He has said it a hundred times. He will not ever back down. Now, the charges, the, the quality of the charges that they brought against Donald Trump, I think, um, are not as great as you may hear uh, some of the leftist pundits who are very much just excited to uh, see an indictment against Donald Trump. And they hope that this is the one that gets him. You know, they've tried so many times. They got him now, Vanessa. I don't think they do. Um, I think they know they don't. Uh, the biggest hurdle that they have is Donald Trump had the lawful right to possess everything he possessed. And their case, the foundation of their case really is that Donald Trump illegally possessed classified documents. And that's not true according to the Presidential Records Act, according to the only case law interpreting the Presidential Records Act, Judicial Watch versus NARA, everything point, law, statute and case law all dictate that it is the president and only the president who determines what documents he gets to keep and what he has to return back to nara and donald trump made his decision and then the the archivist at nara a political appointee from the biden administration said nope we want to say that you can't have those documents and so they've really invented a new crime here that hasn't existed before and that i think that's going to be really hard for them to try this case and, and
2: it's really unfortunate that they can come up with this crime just to try to bring him down. Because when that happens, we have no justice system here in America. It ruins everything that we stand for and it's just uh, it, it gives you a glimpse of what can be in the future. They're just making up, for say their own laws and what they they just want to do what they want to do. So let's back up a little bit. Again, Christina is on the um, campaign uh, for Donald Trump, an attorney for the campaign.
3: You were at Mar-a-Lago that day during the raid. Walk us through what happened. Um, well, it was hot a lot. Like today, You know, we're melting, standing out here in the hot sun. But um, the FBI, Department of Justice, they arrived on site. I was not there yet. I was notified that I needed to come and arrive. And... Um, when I got there, they had already started the raid and they were already going through everything. I was not allowed to participate. I was not allowed to see what they were doing. I was forced to stand outside in the heat, much like today, uh, for much longer, and wait for them to trickle information to me. Uh, I, I thought... It was so interesting to me when I saw how Biden had classified documents and the way that his attorneys were allowed, not only allowed, they were allowed unsupervised to actually go through everything and turn over whatever they felt like they needed to turn over to the FBI. But yeah, when I was there, they wouldn't even let me participate. Nope, nope. This is just the FBI. This is just the Department of Justice. So uh, yeah, I, I had to stand outside and wait for them to give me any information, which was very little. And yeah and then following days following that
2: pictures started surfacing let's talk about those pictures that started surfacing on the internet of boxes laying around and then paperwork laying around oh the pictures that came in the indictment
3: yes. Yes. yeah so the pictures in the indictment i think i think those are out of they're not my pictures so i don't have the, the background knowledge of where those came from in the foundation for what those pictures actually depict but they put them in the indictment and they're certainly going to have to prove that those pictures are what they say they are and they're showing what they say they're showing in the the indictment. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that because I don't think Donald Trump actually mishandled classified information the way that they allege it in the indictment. So that those are all facts that are going to have to be litigated throughout right. throughout this case. And I'm sure his defense team is you know, chomping at the bit to get to that. Cause as you are alluding to, we recognize that those pictures probably don't depict what they're saying that they depict. Um, so I'm really looking forward to the, pre- the president is a great defense team. I'm really, really happy that he's got the team in place that he does. Todd Blanch and Chris Kice are representing him today, and I know that they're going to do a great job. I would love to be on this defense team because there are so many good defenses here. I wish I could be part of it, but I can't. Um, but yeah, I think the president has a very good defense team in place, and they will raise all of the issues that, that you're raising. Do you think it'll be a fair trial? Um, I would like to believe it will be a fair trial trial. Um, yes, I think moving the venue to Florida, uh, I'm sure that was not something that they wanted to do, but realized they had to do it because this is actually where everything took place. Um, I, I think that's very, very helpful to the president. I think he's much more likely to have a fair trial. It's hard, you know, it's hard to say what is a fair trial? Cause it's so political everything and that's what's scaring
2: everyone and that everything is so political right now. What's going to happen? Is it going to be fair? Are they just going to, you know, slap him with this charge and this charge and this charge just because it's a political witch hunt? I hope that's not the case. I hope it's fair, like you said, and I pray that it is. And I think that it will be. But I just want, you know, because we're asked that all the time and for the viewers at home.
0: Hey, Uh, I'm talking about the are you old enough to know the O.J. Simpson double mother trial? And uh, I'm trying to compare that with uh, the Trump espionage trial. Uh, Unless you're at work, uh, feel free to call up. And so we can talk. No pressure, though. I'm just playing this uh, right-side broadcasting while doing some my work. And if you cannot talk right now, that's completely fine. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Villa. Hey, how you doing, Peter?
4: Good, good. How are you doing? Okay, just uh, got up a little bit. Excellent. An hour, hour and a half ago. I Some see. I'm right mom, to... But I'm, I'm listening to you as I'm cooking. Oh, I'm nice! The movie. Movie. With Keanu Reeves. The day the Earth stood still could have been made into an awesome movie, and they wasted.
0: They just made it into a stupid movie. The day the Earth stands still is that the name of the movie? It's. Uh, if you're into end times,
4: apocalyptic, okay. nihilistic movies uh, with a lot of with sci-fi, you're uh-huh. good. But that's it good. could have been way better. He played a, a serious role. He could have, I think, personally done better. Okay. He but that's okay. the storyline. That's not on Keanu. That's on story writers. Uh-huh. I mean- whenever you have a chance, it was made like maybe in the 2000s, 2000, 2000, between 2000 2010. Uh-huh. Maybe late '90s, something like that. But it could have been—it could have been better. It's when Keanu Reeves was much younger. He didn't let his uh, right after he made *Matrix*, this one came out a couple of years I later. See.
0: I see. Well, I appreciate the offer. I—I I, uh, I just think the reality is way better than the movie these days. You know, just just like. I mean, are you, uh, Vila, I don't know how old you are. I did see your picture before, but I don't think you're old enough to know what happened to OJ Simpson's uh, double murder trial.
4: Uh, I'm 50 years old. I, I was more than around. It, what happened to him in the early 2000s, I was working at Costco. I was only about 30, 31 years of age because now I'm 50. So this happened well 19 years ago. Uh, oh, okay. Actually, That's by good. record, sorry, by record, if it happened, 2001 to now 2023, it happened 22 years ago. So I was around. <coughs> I was at Costco between 28,
0: 29 years of age till I was 31. Almost I three see. years. I see. Nice. Good. But no, actually, I think the O.J. Simpson trial is what? Is it 1997? I think the murder uh, yeah. uh, happened in 2019. Uh, the, 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 the
4: reason I say it's the late 90s is because when they brought uh, Judge Ito, the judge presiding That's over it. You know. He yeah, came um, into Costco because he lived in San Marino. Uh-huh. He's a very, he, he's a very wealthy judge. So one of the girls kindly asked him. He goes, "How's the case going?" He goes, "You don't want to know. Just watch the TV." Yeah. <laughs> I think Judge Ito. He's a very serious man. I'm pretty sure he's a good judge. But in this case, he really sucked. He did a really stupid job.
0: I, I actually now this is why I want to have a, just a very just you know i know you uh talking to you i'm very relaxed with relax, as you know even though we don't agree with everything but we we feel comfortable talking to each other so i actually felt back then that lance Edo was unjust uh, uh unjustifiably criticized by, by the public i was like if you have a white judge or a black judge you're gonna have a whole lot more issues and the most important thing, as a matter of fact, because I want to talk a little bit about this today, is this: Let's allowed allow cameras in his courtroom. The 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 the, the trump espionage trial will will be held almost behind the closed door because the media cannot have cameras there. Yeah. How, how, how I mean, actually, I'm going to play a clip later on when I see more people here. Is that? I want to compare the two. I was like, "That's not what this justice is supposed to work." You know what? I mean, I mean, go ahead, uh, share with uh, us uh, the criticism you had with uh, Lance Ito. I, I you know, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to. Be- I, I
4: really, I really think, honestly, this is all just a, a, a cowboy rodeo, uh, a, a cartoon, a Cartoon Network uh, cartoon that never, never happened. I really think this is all fixed. It's all made to make him look good, and it's actually gonna bump him, uh, him, not only his support ship, but there's gonna he's, gonna, he's gonna win the next election because of all the shit, because now this is no longer, uh, Congress going after Trump in the witch hunt, which is typical. Two impeachments, which he destroyed. Uh, but this is, they, they just are, they just, it's
0: obvious they don't want him in power, and they know he's that popular. Yeah. That's really I what it actually, is. yeah back in august of last year i have said the mary garland handed the in gold plate the best opportunity for trump to return as a national hero yeah.
4: <laughs> only I trump can screw agree, up. i agree with you i agree with you everything that they're doing so desperate shows the weakness of the of the democrat party to weaponize the judicial system the white judicial system that you always talk about yeah against a white man instead of them being and saying, you know what, this is going to be one of our last heroes, whether he's on the left or whether he's on the right, let's just favor him because after this, it's going to be, you know, our demise is at hand, our numbers are declining, not many people, white people will be around, be, it'll be a tro- total mixture of people, white men as we know it is gone, That's what, <laughs> that should have been their attitude, so why don't we pull together and do the best that we can? You know, whether the country goes left or right, but they, they leftists don't think like that. Right don't want yeah. the left what they have to offer. Because yeah. they're not going to offer a United States as we know it. They're going to offer a global states of America. Uh huh. United Nations Charter under Davos, under the WEF and all that. World Economic Forum. We don't want that. We have to push against a one world government, which is really honestly, I look at it from, uh, what has been written of. I ho- hope you believe, but I don't think you believe. From the biblical
0: standpoint. Okay, yeah. okay, okay save, save your biblical stuff for, for a different chapter. Uh, uh, I uh, uh, oh, just one second. I need to respond to a work email. Okay, just uh, not email. A uh, 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 work uh, uh, instant messaging. Hold on a second. It's called a yeah. team. Remember, you should be at work even
4: though you're at the beach right now.
0: No, no, I'm right now looking at a, a pond in the, in Connecticut, in a very wealthy neighborhood. We a lot
4: of a <laughs> uh, Talk landing. about judicial white privilege. Isn't there a contradiction there? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, I'm just observing that are, 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 are you Are you walking around like a good communist, knowing I want that house when we take over? No,
0: I I'm not. I, I,
4: I, I want that house where that I, family, that white family, lives there. We're gonna take over.
0: <laughs> I, I know how how much resentment you have, visa uh, uh, I detest uh, any I movement. I, I, I don't I,
4: care I, if it's I, communist, socialist, fascist, feminist, LGBTQ,
0: trans. All I hate all those movements. I detest them with man, all my heart. I, I'm not blaming you. And but go back to what you said about Lance Edo. Could you share like uh, what do you have? Uh, what problem you had with uh, Lance Edo back then?
4: thing, I had no problem. But I was I was bagging the groceries, uh, boxing the groceries over there. They they do have some bags, but I was bro- using the 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 things to put his, uh, his 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 goods, his consumer goods, his merchandise, groceries uh, in a box. But I also noticed. <laughs> One of the managers came by, supervisors, and she asked, Lance Ito, uh, so what do you think the outcome of the case will be? And he goes, I can't discuss, but you know what? Continue watching the program. Kind of something like that to the effect that he, t- that he told her. Uh-huh. But I-, I finally saw, and everybody looked at, oh, Lance, Lance Ito. I think that's his name, right? Yes, uh, Lance Ito, yeah. Yeah, they looked at him, and, and I looked at I was like, oh, shit, it's the same fucker that comes out on TV. I looked, But you see, I don't really care i didn't care at the time for what was going on for for oj simpson i mean hasn't he got enough press
0: good and bad throughout his life exactly the, no oj is a celebrity too just like trump right Yeah. i'm comparing it to i was like oj simpson trial is so entertaining oh by the way as you can imagine back then i just came to the u.s i don't any i do not know anything about the u.s justice system right oh by the way guys uh thank you for joining me uh rudy you guys i hope uh, whether you're old and young i hope you know a little bit about the oj simpson's double murder trial it was extremely intense the public is extremely attached to it's like a reality show that no one can beat until this trump espionage trial is going to come up right and uh even though Valette is uh, not a big fan of Lance Ito, I always uh, praise Lance Ito for him for allowing cameras in the courtroom. That is a huge deal as far as I'm concerned. So before I forgot, like I said, when I am doing this a Sunday show, I know today's Tuesday, is that I always ask this question, has politics impacted the integrity of our judicial proceedings in America? And the second question will be, has racism impacted the integrity of the judicial proceedings? And the I, third I, question, yeah. is, is racism the highest form of politics? Because racism is a politics, in my opinion. So OJ's trial, in my opinion, is a, especially the verdict, is not a judicial verdict. It's a, a political verdict. I don't know, Rudy, how old are you back then? Whether you followed the, the uh, O.J. Simpson double trial now. Back then, back in the 90s, I don't quite understand with all the overwhelming DNA evidence. Remember, everybody in the talking chamber, echo chamber today in the mainstream media, they're all saying, oh, Jack Smith, uh, the, 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 this uh, called a, uh, what is called a speaking indictment. He's so strong, yada, yada, yada. I said, dude... People remember O.J. Simpson. What's against him? All the evidence, DNA collected from so many different places—the bedroom, the driveway, that his Bronco, and all that. Guess what? The verdict is unanimous: not guilty. Deal with it. But but you know why, right? I think it's a
4: political. Uh, race card, the black trump card.
0: Yeah, race. It can be reversed racism. I don't care. Yeah, just, exactly.
4: He just used the black trump card against Michael, that that cop that was racist. Uh, Furrow M- M- Mark, Mark Furrow, Furrow. His name. Yeah, let
0: remember the Mark Furman. Yes. Yeah, Furman. In, uh, thank
4: you. Thank you. No, thank listen, you. So all, no, all no, he had I'm to do was. Yeah. Go, yeah. Go yeah ahead, take it away. Take it away. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, no. I hate to cut all, you. All sure. he needed to do was get men like Cochran like kardashian right shapiro yeah especially and, with, with Cochran, the black guy
0: bailey don't forget uh alan dershwitz i'm gonna play ash Alan dershwitz he's on uh on the hills the 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 right the, the rising uh, i'm gonna play him a little bit because uh you know i respect this guy alan dershwitz back then in the oj trial i hate this guy alan dershwitz now i actually i know i, I like him now I li- i hate him as a lefty as a douchebag,
4: douchewitz, uh, <laughs> crapawitz, but you know what? I, mean, I love him when he's with the right. Yeah, I love him because I mean, I mean, he's a lawyer, I mean, and and cool. he's actually smart. And he, he, uh, yeah. aside from all the criticisms of the O.J. Simpson, I actually do think he could get his his things done.
0: Yep, yeah. I actually have said a great thing about the judge Uh, uh but actually, I think um, uh, Napolitano got one thing wrong. Uh, even I think Dershowitz is always right when he comes to the civil liberties, when he talks about the constitutional rights. I have never seen once Dershowitz is wrong. So again, back in the O.J. Simpson's double murder trial, I hate Alan Dershowitz to my guts. But now I actually think this guy is the real deal. This guy is dead even, uh, just fair-minded. And, uh, you know, so, so guys, like I said, I'm not trying to play race car. I'm just saying politics is always played a role in the judicial decisions and judicial proceedings. The OJ Simpson trial, the not guilty verdict, is the first very first time I learned that a judicial proceeding may not come out with a judicial decision but a political decision. So, so guess what? How political this Trump espionage trial can be? As as political as it can be. Just go through all the polls that are published by the mainstream media about the trial. And think about Southern Florida, (laughs) where Trump lives. And you have to find a unanimous jury, okay? So it's a pretty big deal. So before I forget, just for your reference, in case you want to go back to read yourself, uh, uh, Turley, Jonathan Turley, another very uh, famous attorney. Well, I disagree with him on the, because Turley, almost all lawyers, prominent ones, has saying that the government's case is so strong, yada, yada, yada. Only Dershowitz and the two other lawyers who worked for Trump in the past has said, not that simple, and I agree with him. So, but Jonathan Turley, his point is this. But just one of the 38 or 34 counts, if Trump is found guilty by the jury, he will die in prison. Because each one of the count carries at least minimum 10 years sentence. Okay? So Jonathan Turley just give the jury a signal. If you really, if you like Trump and you agree to convict him in any one of the counts, not espionage, even one of the counts, obstruction of justice, whatever, Trump will die in prison. That is, quote, your president, unquote. Will that happen? (laughs) So I think this thing is going to be so fucking hilarious and it's going to be very entertaining. All right. So, uh, so Jonathan Turley called it terminal sentence. I have posted the link of that article. Uh, go ahead, read it if you have time. So I found out to be interesting. Now, Vela, remind me when OJ was uh, booked. Does OJ uh, did OJ had any supporters lining up for him? Because I know Michael Jackson when he was being prosecuted uh, uh, for this uh, child molestation stuff, there, he has fans lining up in the, outside the courtroom, just like Trump. Do you remember whether OJ had any supporters? I don't recall because I thought back then the evidence against OJ is almost like you cannot get more solid more stronger than what they come up with the uh with the OJ simpsons case and uh, so 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 that so that's that now oh, oh by the way you guys Assange lost another appeal mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. uk so I'll just tell you this I personally hope Assange should be brought back to the U.S. immediately, facing his version of espionage offenses. I think Trump can join Assange to fight the U.S. government. Like I said, Trump literally is having a golden opportunity. Gold- now now he- you see,
4: now you see that guy is truly about espionage, not Trump. Trump about false uh, charges that they want to put on him, but. When it comes to uh, Julian Assange, if he were to get a pardon, it would be an undeserved pardon. But nevertheless, a pardon—he—he he really has engaged in that. Let's be
0: honest; he has. Oh, okay, well, you are entitled to your opinion, Vlad. Absolutely. Okay, I—I I, I actually heard the. Uh, uh, I, I actually did uh, an episode about Trump's uh, espionage offenses back in August of last year when I saw the. Uh, I think I did search the, uh, read the search affidavit because it's redacted, uh, about Trump. I was like, if you put the espionage offense on a search warrant, the indictment is, will absolutely happen afterwards. And it did. So back then I have said this, the espionage law is passed in 1917 during the First World War. Who are we at the war with? Basically, if you say you are a spy for our enemies, which enemy? Like, if China and the U.S. are fighting a war right now, on June the 13th, 2023, and I stole some classified documents for China, that's an espionage because I spied for China. The U.S. is not at war. This is first. second is that i have to steal those documents and give it to that specific country the the government of that country or a number of countries saying here this is a classified document it's good for you to have a war with the us that's espionage for julian assange to publish a stolen property of the united States government on a newspaper not given to Russia, not given to China. How you can say he is a spy? He is just a publisher. Maybe he should not publish a stolen document. Oh, by the way, Vilat, do you know the, uh, I think, you know, you, you probably did not hear what I said in my, in my Sunday series. Cause I, I don't see you there that often. Daniel Ellsberg. Who published who leaked the Pentagon paper? Is that espionage? When Daniel S Ellsberg leaked the Pentagon paper, the US is at war with Vietnam. In Cambodia, in Laos, in Vietnam. When Daniel Ellsberg leaked those Pentagon paper, is that espionage? I will stay as will you say no because Daniel Ellsberg did not provide those Pentagon papers to China to Vietnam to Soviet Union, so he is not a
5: spy he, he, went, he went
4: he went remember there was no uh, freedom of information act there was no none of these acts like today that that back up a lot of these things he didn't ask for permission he went ahead and was judge jury and executioner and exposing the government so by that by that alone he damaged our country he damaged our government as bad as it could have been so yes to a certain extent he should have been charged for espionage because he indirectly gave the enemy the using using uh the news the news media the information that he should have never given him <laughs>
0: You are absolutely uh, 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 entitled to your opinion, Vila, even though I respectfully disagree with you, which is good, you know, this is okay. So let me, so let me, you know, you know, uh, uh, this this is a question I think Vila would love to hear. Again, I'm just reading my notes here, okay. Why the justice in America works so slow to the extent that all of a sudden that Trump is has committed so many crimes in short period of time? Or is it just some of these crimes are just made up? Now, I was uh, holding the second opinion, because I was like, it's not possible for all of a sudden, the government of all different levels is going after Donald Trump. You, you have to say this is all, most of these cases are politically motivated, right? Again, I'm just, as, I'm saying this as, uh, as observation. Like my Sunday series always said, I'm just observing that judges are politicians wearing robes. They are politically biased. In the past, all these judges, they are biased against racial minorities. Being a racist is being a politician, okay? Okay, so I believe we all know the prosecutors, they are politicians too. They run for offices, right? The only thing we can have faith in is the jury. The jury is 12 people of our peers. It can be you, it can be me, it can be anyone else for government to prevail, no matter how strong your evidence is, whether it's DNA evidence against OJ Simpson for the double murder of Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman, or the, all these recorded uh, 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 voices of Trump saying incriminating, I have to put the quote on the incriminating things. Okay. Even though the government can feel very strongly that they got the goods to put Trump in jail, you, s- they still have to rely on the jury, fair-minded jury to hand down a verdict. Okay. So, 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 so that's that. Now I want to come now in this, uh, so so now i'm going to talk about something else i want to compare if you guys remember oj simpson trial let's compare compare the strength of the evidence against the defendant both in the oj double murder trial and in the trump's espionage trial okay guys uh I I share, please share your thoughts on how strong you think oj the evidence against oj and how strong the evidence, the evidence was
4: undeniable. The evidence was undeniable. It was on him. It was on his hand. He had the cut. Uh He ran like a little, like a little pussy coward, trying to, to the Mexican border. All the elements of a known criminal, especially of his nature, being a superstar, being a celebrity football star, man, TV star, you know, announcements and ma- ma- how he got rich. It was obvious that it was there, that he was fleeing in a white Bronco. Trying to flee the authorities. He got the major black card treatment. Why? Because the news media was there. He wasn't going to be treated like Rodney King, like a beating like that. No. Even though he was well-deserved of it, he wasn't going to get treated like that. But yeah, all the elements indicating, sorry for the noise because I'm cooking a little bit, are indicative of a criminal. It was on his hands. It was undeniable. He did it. Guilty as fit. He did it. He confessed later on to it long after you know you can't have double jeopardy right he confessed Uh that due to it so it's there it's evident he did he did do the murder did he ever do the crime was there true justice no no there wasn't the most he got ever was from another case trying to recover stolen goods in las in nevada las vegas which he almost got 33 years so by the grace of god he got let go when he should have been rightfully in jail for life go ahead And yes, that is my entitled uh, my my entitled opinion. White privilege entitled white privilege opinion. As a non-white man, because a black woman a month ago told me I suffer from white privilege. (laughs) The ludicrousy, the ludicrousy of the beautiful black woman on TikTok telling me I suffer from white privilege. Wow, where where is my white privilege? I don't remember having any white privilege.
0: Hey, that that that's all right, uh, Vilat. So I want to comment on the on this OJ uh, thing, okay? So I'm assuming, uh, Villa your opinion is that the evidence against OJ is stronger than the evidence against Donald Trump. Yeah, uh, right. actually, uh, I, uh, I agree with you. Uh, what I do want to say something is this: I uh, I actually believe the prosecutors back then is more honest than the prosecutors today i will give you an example just like you velat i w- i was very upset with the non-guilty verdict so now back this is back this is over 30 years ago so eight years ago i was chatting with a lawyer in Delaware. so i had this question i said why don't the, uh, old, uh, Nicole Brown Simpson's family and Ron Goldman's family file a civil lawsuit, for death lawsuit against OJ Simpson, and which will force him to testify, and then bring the, and then the government can bring the criminal cases against OJ Simpson. Because in the civil lawsuit, the OJ must talk. Right? So, this lawyer, he's a very experienced lawyer. He used to be the acting attorney for the federal uh, prosecutor, top prosecutor in uh, for the district of Delaware. And uh, oh, by the way, he, he's also a personal friend of Joe Biden. And uh, no, he told me that, uh, Peter, it does not work that way. Uh, when there is a crime like this happen, the civil cases must wait till the criminal case is over. Okay, so that's the honest answer. That's the honest practice of law as far as a prosecutor is concerned. Now, let me tell you what happened afterwards. In the case of uh, Bill Cosby, it's reversed. In the case of Bill Cosby, the victim sued Bill Cosby in a civil proceeding. And then afterwards, this dishonest prosecutor, remember, prosecutors are politicians too, just like the judges. All these people working in the courts where you're supposed to get an even handed treatment regardless of your race or political affiliation or whether you're a Christian or not, because I know we always get the preferential treatment for being a Christian and all that. But you want to treat people fairly. So this Bill Cosby prosecutor is a dishonest person. He used what Bill Cosby said in a civil proceeding as a probable cause to go after him criminally. Okay? And believe it or not, he knows the politics. He knows in Philadelphia with the Me Too movement, he will get a guilty verdict against Bill Cosby. And he did. And he did send Bill Cosby into jail. Good for the prosecutor. He will run the next elections. But guess what? The Pennsylvania Supreme Court says you cannot do that. Alright? So what I'm trying to say is this. Two famous people, African Americans, one is O.J. Simpson, one is Bill Cosby, back to the in the OJ days, I actually, his proceeding are quite even-handed. There's no abuse of power. The prosecutors in OJ, uh, Simpson trial did a honest work. They might, they may not be as competent, uh, competent as we wanted them to be, but they did an honest job. These days, these people working in the in the in the legal arena they are mostly dishonest people okay so that's another thing i kind of want to uh talk about the next thing let me see sorry i'm just checking my work email just in case i'm not missing anyone's email okay let's talk about judges okay here's my favorite your favorite question from me, okay? You do not like Judge Lance Edo. Do you think he is biased throughout the proceeding of the OJ Simpson double murder trial? Of course.
4: It's almost impossible. Every judge brings his his own biases. The problem is, is the prosecutors, obviously they're not, but defense attorneys could could, uh, rule them out. That's why sometimes you have to Let's say he was a Lancedo and he loved football player O.J. Simpson. <laughs> oh, no. you don't think there's gonna be bias in favor of, of um, in favor of Simpson? Of course, you know why? Because Lancedo grew up wanting to be a, a football star, but he's a short shit little motherfucker at under five feet. He doesn't qualify like the big black guys or white guys um, and many other groups that are in, in football. He has no. He might like the sport. He might play the sport, excuse me, because I broke the liver with his family and friends, but he's nowhere close to that. But and he was growing growing up, and he was much older than, than Simpson. He remembered him. He watched his games. He's probably from the state same team and same state where OJ was. And he loved it. He has paraphernalia of O. J. Simpson plastered all over the all over his home. The evidence is there to what I'm saying. Uh-huh. So do you think he's not going to be biased? Or maybe he loves football, but he remembers the great O.J. Simpson. Uh-huh. Do you think he's not going to be biased? Of course he's going to be biased. Uh-huh. I, I have before me a celebrity superstar football player who used to come out on Wheaties and many other commercials, Playboy uh-huh. and stuff like that. Of uh-huh. course I'm going to favor the man.
6: Uh-huh.
4: Of course. He's going to get. He has all these millions of dollars, maybe some millions for me. hmm Bribery, corruption, fraud, of course. You have to understand. There's an old saying in Spanish. El perro baila con dinero. The dog dances as the music is moving with money. You know, Uh remember back in the 1800s, cylindrical and the little dog running around and the guy collecting money? You know, the little cylindrical? That was popular in Mexico for a long
0: time, like here Uh in America. Interesting. Interesting. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. No, I actually do not know. I'm 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 very appreciative uh, that you you are sharing this story. Fantastic. I, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you because I do not know enough about Lance Eto. Uh, uh, but let me ask you this, uh, 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 Villa: Eileen Cannon, the district court judge appointed by Trump, you think she will be biased while presiding Trump's espionage case?
4: Just, just find out if if, if they find out that she already hates Trump. That's more than enough you know, bias. Oh,
0: she, she would have to she, co- recuse herself, obviously. But that has to be was, proven. That has to be she, proven. Uh, she was appointed by Trump. And uh, she, in regard to the Ma Lago search, which is the basis for this uh, astronaut case, uh, uh, Eileen kind has ruled in favor of Trump in the past, only to be overruled by appellate court. So we have yet to see. No,
4: some of those Trump, uh, Trump appointees, especially judges, not necessarily prosecutors, had, did not do so well in favor of Trump regarding the election, remember? Yeah. Brought about by Ritter Giuliani and, uh, and uh, Powell, I think that was her name? Uh, mm. The lady, so think mm-hmm. about it. They mm-hmm. were Trump appointees. Why didn't they favor their man?
0: Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this is good, man. Uh, this is good, The uh, because uh, I mean, I think uh, Vela, you shared um, uh, the same view that uh, the judiciary is poisoned by the politics. Am I, may I say that? Or is it incorrect statement? That's one you? thing
4: we're going to agree. the many things we don't agree, that's, you got it right on time.
0: All right. Cool. Appreciate it. My appreciate it. So, next thing I want to talk about is jury. Okay. We talk a about little about judges. Jury. I'll tell you this this uh, liberal law <laughs> the, i mean the left of the white left legal channel on youtube called the midas Midas touch m-e-i-d-a-s touch boy the boys and girls on that channel is separate celebrating like a certain conviction of donald j trump on this uh, on this case but i was like uh, the jury is still not assembled yet you have to wait because uh once again i want to People to go back to say, think of the the O.J. Simpson double murder trial. There's just a lot of evidence against O.J., but he still (laughs) walked free afterwards. So Trump is in an entirely different. In other words, what O.J. is accused of is ending two vibrant lives. People can relate to that. People can see the picture of a Nicole Brown Simpson's head almost being cut off from her neck. These are flesh and blood evidence. Okay, what Trump is uh, accused of, all these evidence, they just, uh, oh, he said this, uh, she said that. Oh, as a government official, you should never do that. all the white collar crime shit. Very much decided on, you know, someone's opinion other than someone's, some, like a flesh and the blood evidence. As a jury, they all have some political education, a political bias. How sure you can say, you can find the jury say, oh, the espionage, oh, Trump as being a spy for Russia. It's a very, very difficult stretch. Because I actually believe among everything that our judiciary is corrupt. One thing is not corrupt, which is not part of the judiciary. is the power of the jury. It's the power of your peers. <laughs> and of which I still, you know, I am always praised. I know Rudy does not like me saying that. That I do believe the founding fathers got it right. The person who rendered a judgment is not the judges it's the juries the person who handed out a verdict are your peers not someone pretentiously to be superior than you it has to be someone who are your peers so to me you know we'll see it again this 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 time sure you know just like i have seen
4: No, go ahead. But Peter, you do know that at any time the judge reserves the power to throw away the jury's decision and and render his own. It's in our it's it's in his uh, constitutional powers as as a judicial official as a judge. Yes. In some cases, if he doesn't see, he doesn't get what he wants. He could throw it out and say, for whatever reason, and say, I'm giving my verdict. I'm going contrary to the ju- to the to the jury because I yes. find that they're incompetent you're right on. it could be a hung jury it could be mistrial whatever you call it but he could say you know what I'm going to consider this a mistrial because I don't we're not getting what we need and it's taking too long for the judgment yes. but At the same you know so yeah. he could reserve so, so in that sense and in another sense too let me let me say if Trump was a black man in the 1930s with an all-white jury would he be getting the same treatment <laughs> Would he be getting tr- true justice? You know, a young black man gets accused of killing a white woman that he raped and killed, that somebody else did it, but he, because he's black in Jim Crow South, he did it. He's black. Yeah, exactly. Okay? okay. He's, oh, he's black. J- j- just he's black. He-, he did it. He's guilty
0: of sin. He did it. <laughs> like, it's a political proceeding disguised as a judicial proceeding, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I mean, hey, exactly. A public agree- lynching, a public <laughs> lynching of a man. Yeah. We, we actually agree a lot with each other, you know. So, once again, you know, Villa is the person that I feel most comfortable to disagree with, you know. And, uh, and I appreciate it. Vila. So, let me go to the next topic the public's rights to know. Guess what? All the expenses involving the trial of O.J. Simpson and the trial of Donald J. Trump is paid for by nobody else but you and me, the taxpayers. So if the public pays for these proceedings, does the public have the rights to know what's going on in the courtroom? Now, Vilan, I have praised Judge Lance Edo in the past uh, earlier today that I actually applaud him that he allowed cameras in the courtroom so the entire nation, in fact, the entire world can see. So why the hell the federal court disallow these proceedings to be televised? Now, I will tell you why the white left, the mainstream media, will not file a lawsuit for allow for permission to use camera in the courtroom i'll tell you why i'll tell you this if if julia assange is on trial you know what i I will not say julia assange if hillary clinton is on trial the white left the mainstream media will demand cameras be allowed in the courtroom so the public the public's rights to know are fulfilled, are exercised. But guess what? Because this is Trump, the number one enemy of the mainstream media. Therefore, the mainstream media, when none of them was gonna file a lawsuit saying, the court must allow cameras in the courtroom. Okay, guys, this is not new. Like I said, these, the judicial white privilege, when I say that, is not because the keyword is not white. Oh, by the way, I, I hope you will join me. I finally find an appropriate definition of white. Okay? It's actually not the skin color, it's something else. But going back, when I said is this. Problem I had with the judicial white privilege is not the word of white, it's the word the privilege. Who the hell which law allowed the court remain closed to cameras? We all fucking want to watch what's going on in the entire trial of Donald J. Trump. Okay? I'm entitled for that entertainment. That entertainment is better than the best Hollywood movie you can make. Okay, guess what? The Supreme Court do feel that they are privileged to hold this court record secret uh, 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 from the public. There is a famous uh, lawyer called Peter Irons. Uh, I-R-O-N-S, I think is his last name. He wrote a book, uh, uh, out of a, a recorded audio of a Supreme Court argument. Uh, this is not like an old old case. Okay, this is a case that uh, since the audio recording is uh, available in courts and the, in the U.S. Supreme Court. So he said, "I'm going to write a book about the, the Supreme Court ver- uh, oral arguments." Guess what? The U.S. Supreme Court sent its clock to give a notice to this guy. He was a professor of law, Peter Irons. saying you cannot publish this. Okay, it will be embarrassing to the court. Imagine this, the US Supreme Court actually demanded their recorded audio of those justices not to be publicized. Who gave them the privilege? Which law gave them the privilege to say so? Guess what, zero. They made it up themselves. Okay? So, ask yourself again. In this trial of Donald J. Trump, does the public have the rights to know, to watch what's going on in the courtroom? Which judge felt that he or she has the privilege to bar cameras in the courtroom? Ask yourself right now. You'll probably see nobody. So with that, I'm going to bring in Alan Dershowitz because he actually showed up today, talk about cameras in the courtroom. I was like, geez, this guy is bringing up OJ Simpson's double murder trial because OJ Simpson's double murder trial was broadcasted. Okay, so let's hear what Professor Dershowitz said today. And I can take a little break to eat something.
7: Trump will be arraigned in Florida today. That's the news that everybody's uh, looking at today. To connect it to retention of national defense information conspiracy to obstruct justice concealment and making false statements our next guest has said while he's skeptical of the department of justice's motivations for charging trump he sees one piece of evidence that could prove it damning for the former president joining us now is emeritus professor at harvard law school and author of get trump alan dershowitz professor dershowitz welcome back
6: to right
0: hey rudy this is your girlfriend you owe me a big favor okay rudy i play your girlfriend
6: Well, thanks. I mean, we should be watching this on television instead of talking to me on television. The Trump trial should be televised. Uh, American public should be able to see how our justice system operates. And we shouldn't be trying the former president and the man who's running for future president uh, in the dark.
7: Well, Professor, before we get into some of those kind of hypocrisy issues, the political issues here, you said earlier in an earlier interview that you were surprised by how strong the indictment actually was. What do you see as the most damning aspects of it, and what parts do you think are potentially weaker?
6: Well, the strongest part is clearly the tape recording, his own voice in which he waves some material in front of somebody who has no classification. uh, (laughs) <laughs> and he says, "Um, I shouldn't be showing you this. I could have declassified it. I didn't secret uh it shows I win my case. uh, you know, it may have been bluster, but um it's out of his own mouth. You can't cross examine it, and so that will be the hardest piece of evidence to overcome
8: mm. you know." <sighs> Uh, speak to us a little bit about what you make of the Republican response to this, or response from so many Republicans talking about, you know, a weaponized justice system, um, the, the unfairness. You know, why that? Why has why has the Hunter Biden investigation taken so long? Why was Hillary Clinton not charged, but Trump is? You know, that. What, what do you make of that response? And and then also, I think the difficulty. You know, while I I agree with a, a lot of what Republicans have said, pointing all that out then the difficulty becomes but trump could have there's I, I think we all kind of see that he could have easily avoided the situation by actually just giving back the documents at any of the times where he was asked to do so so is it now maybe that you know shouldn't matter from the criminal perspective but then it, it i guess it becomes harder to say that well e- even if he's being treated unfairly he
6: also kind of walked himself into the trap all of that is correct. Um, I wrote an article the other day saying, what if both Trump and the Justice Department are guilty? Um, prosecutors have targeted Trump. Uh, the most uh, damning evidence of that, of course, is the New York case, where there's nothing to it. It's a made-up case completely. Uh, this case is a stronger case, but it results from a special prosecutor being appointed not to investigate the misuse of classified material in general, but to investigate only one person, Donald Trump. And then he walked into the trap and, uh, you know, he spoke to his lawyers in ways that raised serious questions. And then he had that interview on tape. So there's fault on both sides. The loser is the American public. Um, we lose when the system is weaponized against anybody. And we lose when the former president and man running to be future president uh, does things and says things that open him up to criminal Uh, prosecution so we're the big losers and now trump can't get a top-tier lawyer because groups like project 65 and other radical left-wing groups are threatening lawyers saying if you defend donald trump we will file bar charges against you as they have against uh several lawyers including me um and um it's mccarthyism Uh, and if he can't get the top-tier lawyers then we're not seeing justice being done.
7: In the article you just mentioned, you raise an interesting idea, which is not appointing special prosecutors for individuals, which can feel like political persecution, but instead for issue areas, for events like Iran-Contra scandal, etc. If that were the case here, and there were a special prosecutor who was uh, tasked with looking into not just Trump's document case, but Mike Pence's, Hillary Clinton's, uh, Joe Biden's, etc., How do you think those different cases would match up when compared in a one-to-one basis? There's been a lot of folks, especially on the left, who have distinguished Trump's case on the obstruction charge, which is pretty clear. Other people were asked to return the documents and they did without complaint, Donald Trump, moved boxes from room to room, was not not forthcoming to the subpoenas, et cetera. And of course, as you mentioned, is now, um, you know, we now know on tape, knew he had documents that he wasn't supposed to have, was showing them other people, et cetera. But in terms of the espionage charge, I wonder what you make of how Donald Trump's being treated here and the facts of his case compared to facts of some other people that I just mentioned in the political sphere and also people, others uh, like Julian Assange, who have been charged under that espionage
6: statute well the espionage statute is misnamed um the charges have nothing to do with espionage there's no allegation that he turned anything over to another country or to enemies or or uh, actually damaged national security the espionage act should be changed to the classified material act uh there are people who have committed espionage they're in jail today uh, he's not uh, charged with espionage he's charged under a statute that's that's misnamed. Um, and he did some things that that are wrong, but um, would he have been uh, charged? Would he have done these things if he hadn't been targeted? Um, you know, he is who he is and he fights back. Uh, there's nothing wrong with not cooperating. Um, uh, under American law, you don't have to cooperate with prosecutors. But the question is, did he cross lines? And did he cross lines into criminal conduct? And that's what a court will have to determine.
7: Professor Dershowitz, there is this obstruction of justice charge. So when you say it's not against the law to not cooperate, isn't that blurring the line between active obstruction and, and this idea of not being, you know, necessarily as compliant or making like a, some kind of
6: mistake? Well, there are three criteria. Number one, you can just not cooperate. Number two, you can do what I do as a lawyer. And that is uh, obstruct in every possible legal way claim the fifth amendment the fourth amendment the first amendment the sixth amendment challenge everything that's obstruction but it's lawful obstruction and then there's crossing the line into unlawful obstruction and that's a matter of degree um we'll see how the jury decides that case that's the weakest of the cases you know moving boxes he didn't destroy the boxes the way richard nixon destroyed evidence he didn't bribe witnesses the way richard nixon bribe witnesses it doesn't rise to the standard of the richard nixon case but it may have crossed the lines into obstruction but it's the weakest of the charges.
7: I'm I'm curious, Professor, are you familiar with the Nagia Faux case, uh, another espionage case that was an employee, uh, a government employee, who took uh, home documents so that he could work over the weekend and was charged and went to jail for many years, and there was no allegation in that case that he didn't comply with subpoenas, that he obstructed justice in any way, that he tried to hand them over to any foreign party, et cetera. And yet he still went to jail, and the, the question that's raised is, if that's the standard that people have been convicted under this Espionage Act, then why not Trump and why not Hillary Clinton? Why not uh, Mike Pence? Why not Joe Biden, etc.? cetera?
6: Because they're, they're all wrong. None of them should have been prosecuted under the Espionage Act. There should be a—remember, uh, there are civil statutes that have to do with the Presidential Records Act. There should be a misdemeanor statute of taking classified material home. Um, inadvertently now of course they charge trump not with negligence as they did as they thought about doing to hillary clinton they charged him with willfulness and so that's a more serious level of crime and also one that they're going to have a harder time proving
8: where do you see this case um, headed in terms of you know what 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 is the expected um, time frame in which we'll actually get a trial is there going to be a plea deal before a verdict would you think you know we're wondering we if if okay what we're not wondering is if there will be some kind of deal offered whereas he doesn't run for president and if that was the whole point of this his enemies within the federal government and law enforcement and the media what they're pushing for is really to stop him from running for president
6: well if that was the case it would be unconstitutional improper illegal uh no there won't be a plea deal and if they offer him a plea deal it would prove the point that this was all an effort to stop him from running there won't be a plea deal there'll be a trial the trial may take place just before the election or just after the election and that will be determined by the judge herself now there's some people who want to disqualify this judge that would be outrageous Um, You can't pick your judge if you don't like the one that was selected from the wheel. So I think she'll preside over the trial and she'll decide the timing.
7: Some of the case, the the facts that are being uh, levied against Donald Trump come from his own uh, legal representative. That's, That's right. The attorney-client privilege rule has been uh, waived in this case, at least for the, the context of the indictment. We'll see if the evidence is later admissible in court, but on the basis that the attorneys are working in furtherance of a crime, which waives your protections there. You've spoken out against this, saying that it's an abridgment of a fundamental legal right and that we should all be concerned about. Isn't is there a difference between communications about past crimes that attorneys are able to keep private and active work in furtherance of a future crime which is not protected by the attorney-client privilege?
6: Absolutely. But the question is, did it cover what he said here? Um, uh, you know, I, over the fifth, 60 years i practice law, people have asked me questions all the time. Wouldn't it be better if the evidence didn't exist? Wouldn't it be better if I escaped to Brazil? Wouldn't it be better, et cetera, et cetera? And I would say, no, it wouldn't be better. I'm not going to cooperate in that, and I'm not going to let you do that. Uh, I, I haven't seen enough to justify... The violation of the lawyer-client privilege, in the broadest sense, that it was done. Courts have upheld it. We'll see what happens in 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 Florida. Um, I think the ruling went way, way further than previous rulings on the crime fraud exception. But. Um, We'll wait and see, because that will be raised, obviously.
7: Do you think things would be different if uh, we have get to find out if uh, Joe Biden's prosecutor is going to raise charges for his document mishandling issues? From a political political perspective, would that be a game changer? It does seem like so much of the resistance to uh, what's going on with Trump is not based on the idea that he is free of wrongdoing. It seems pretty clear, as you've pointed to from the tape, that he did knowingly withhold documents that he knew were not supposed to be in his possession. um, These classified documents that were not supposed to be in his possession. Uh, If it were the case that Hillary Clinton were charged, whether under the negligence standard or the more willful, the higher willfulness standard and or Joe Biden, What what do you think the approach of conservatives and and Trump sympathetic people would be like in this moment? And is that an argument for going ahead and charging Biden, at least with the uh, negligence, with respect to his own documents?
6: I don't think he'll be charged. Um, uh, He cooperated um, and uh, previous people haven't been charged. Uh, Hillary Clinton wasn't charged. Um, Sandy Berger was charged with a misdemeanor. Pence wasn't charged. I don't think we'll see any further charges on this uh there are other investigations obviously of hunter biden and joe biden and and we'll see what happens uh in those investigations but um people are entitled to look at this comparatively and um uh let, let's let's just say i have to get off now i have another interview but it's a pleasure talking to you and uh let's get back when things things move along,
8: okay Thank you very much. Alan Dershowitz, author of Get Trump and Harvard Law Professor. Thank you.
0: All right. So, hey, Brady, how are you? Go ahead, Velak. You want to say something? Go ahead, Velak. Wait, but I'm listening. Hey, Brady Are you okay, Brady? I can't hear you
5: hey, I'm at a client's house I'm just working on some wallpaper Good to I'm just listening to the show
0: Sorry. Oh, okay Oh, no worry, no worry Okay, so guys, uh, let me look at my notes. So, so you heard what Alan Dershowitz said. There's uh, two things which I consider very a major takeaway. Uh, uh, the first one is about the the very first thing he's talking about is that why public does not have the rights to watch the entire proceeding through television. You actually, you know, whether you are liberal or conservative, or whether you are Trump hater like Brady or trump lawyer like a, a villat you can ask yourself the question does the public have the right to know what you know no matter what happened you know i will say yes undoubtedly remember the unalienable rights all of us have when we consent to a courts to the judicial proceedings we are entitled to seal the records you know and uh, why it's not brought up by the msm mainstream media like like, remember that's the first topic dershowitz spoke about now i'm pretty pretty sure the two hosts brianna uh joy gray rudy's girlfriend and uh this other guy i forgot his name and uh, they are pretty, pretty already talked to Dershowitz beforehand I think all three of them probably believe this is an important question to ask, right? Like I said earlier, why the mainstream media don't ask this kind kind of questions is because they are in the cahoots with the government. They really, really want to see Trump in jail and die in jail. Okay, this is why I said that Midas Touch channel with a 1 million subscribers is my perfect example how white liberals is as shady as any racist you run into. Okay, they're just as biased, politically motivated, and money driven, period. All right, so so that's that. The second thing I, I found out is a great takeaway from, uh, from this interview is about whether attorneys that you are talking to can talk to the law enforcement to report you their client to the law enforcement say i will give a, you know a real life example i got a ticket for trespassing because remember i'm doing this uh, stealth camping so i stop my truck in some places where i'm going to spend overnight sleep overnight so one day i got caught this is on the beach the cops give me a hundred-dollar ticket. No biggie. I did not commit any other crime. Just saying, I'm overstaying my welcome. Now, say pretending Vilad. Are you still there, that Oh, Vilad may not be able to say. Vilad is a Mexican. He came to the states for a long for a long time. He studied very hard, attend the law school, and he is a lawyer. So I went to talk to Vallad, say, hey, Vallad, I have a problem. I truly hate this cop, and I don't want to pay this ticket. But I'm pretty sure the courts in Delaware is going to side with the cop. But I really don't want to pay for this ticket. It's a transpassing ticket. It's a crime. I said, hey, Vallad, what do you think if I drive my truck across the border to Mexico? You know, I'm just bouncing ideas with Vallad how to deal with this ticket now you tell me should be report to the law enforcement authorities and telling them hey Peter has committed a crime of trespassing now he's trying to further his crime by evading justice to Mexico so when your own lawyers Who you pay, by the way. It's not a free lawyer. He's not a volunteer or she's not a volunteer. Your own lawyer. Go to the law enforcement and say, Hey, guess what? This client of mine is really a criminal. When that happened, that's the second interesting point. Cause I have talked about this in my Sunday episode in the past. I'm just glad with the Trump being formally indicted. Now all these conversations will happen, and uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, and, uh, and so so there is another piece, another lawyer, also pretty prominent lawyer, also discussed this on CNN, which I'm going to play. This is just following up what Alan Thershwitz has said. When your own lawyer come out and say hey i'm my client is a criminal he's trying to obstruct justice but not by not cooperating with the government what kind of a lawyer what kind of a justice system we have here so so let's listen in ask you tomorrow how do you plead uh, are you, are you going
1: to
6: say anything beyond uh, uh, not guilty are you going to make a make a statement in court tomorrow No, I doubt it. I'll just
9: say not guilty. I didn't do anything wrong. Not guilty. That is the plea that Donald Trump says he will enter today at his arraignment this afternoon, adding that he will not make a statement during this initial court appearance. He does face 37 counts related to the alleged mishandling of national defense documents and an alleged scheme to conceal them from investigators. Joining us now is attorney David Schoen, who was one of Trump's attorneys representing him during his second impeachment trial. He also represented ex-Trump advisor Steve Bannon in 2022 after Bannon was indicted for contempt of Congress. David, it's really good to have you. Good morning.
10: Thank you very much. Good morning.
9: Would you agree that one of the biggest legal issues uh, for both teams in this case as it proceeds is whether or not one of Trump attorneys, Evan Corcoran's notes and audio recordings, are allowed in as evidence? You know Evan Corcoran really well. Uh, D.C. courts allowed that crime fraud, exception to be pierced. Um, But Florida could be a different story, right?
10: I think you're 100% right. I think it's a big issue in the case, um, because it relates both to the return of the grand jury indictment and potentially to the trial. There's actually a relatively recent case, 2021 case, from the 11th Circuit, which is the Court of Appeals that sits over this court in the Southern District of Florida, and that case had to sort of try to flesh out the, uh, it's called the re Grand Jury Subpoena, they had to try to flesh out the crime fraud exception. Because remember, one of the most sacrosanct uh, privileges we have in the law is the attorney-client privilege. However, the law recognizes this crime fraud exception. There's two prongs to it. One is that the court has to be convinced that there was a conversation uh, related to the furtherance of a crime or possible crime. That's a very low hurdle. But then the second prong is, was the conversation at issue some related to the furtherance of the crime? The 11th Circuit sort of punted in that case, saying they didn't really have to decide how strict those parameters are, um, are regulated, but that traditionally the courts have been relatively uh, less restrictive in showing that the conversation was directly related to the crime. The issue here will be, Judge Howell apparently uh, had Corcoran's notes, his private notes to himself, notes regarding his interaction with President Trump, turned over in wholesale fashion to the government. There's a question there. With any privilege that's pierced, the law is you only pierce it to the extent it's reasonably necessary. So if the uh, turnover was far too broad or was too broad, it could have tainted the grand jury process. If the grand jury was exposed to Attorney-client privilege notes that really weren't, uh, shouldn't have been turned over based on crime fraud exception. And then the issue can come up again at trial. Assuming the judge doesn't dismiss the indictment based on this taint or alleged taint, then it would come up at trial again whether they're admissible. And if they are admissible, the flip side of that is, It opens the door for Evan Corcoran to testify. I think his testimony, quite frankly, would be favorable to President Trump in explaining his notes, as damning as they might seem now, on the face of them. I think uh, his testimony would be favorable to uh, President Trump.
11: Dave, can I ask, you know, I've been listening to your response to this indictment uh, and some of your interviews over the course of the last couple of days. I want to play some sound from the former president's former attorney general, Bill Barr, and then get your reaction to it. Take a listen. If even half of it
0: is true, then he's toast. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty, it's a very detailed indictment, uh, and it's very, very damning. And, and this idea of presenting Trump as a victim here, a victim of a witch hunt, uh, is ridiculous.
11: Uh, David, you haven't presented him as a victim of a witch hunt, but you have said you believe there are significant holes in an indictment that the former attorney general seems to believe is pretty rock solid.
10: What are they? Well, first of all, my issue with uh, former Attorney General Barr is I think that every lawyer has an obligation to point out the presumption of innocence. To the extent he says, well, um, if this thing is true or even halfway true, it's very damning. It's a serious indictment. There's no question about that. And every federal criminal case or other criminal case has to be taken seriously. But there are defenses to the case. And I, I don't think it's fair to judge any case based on the indictment. It would be like, watching the prosecution put on their case without any cross examination and saying well he must be guilty so the allegations are serious but they're just allegations at this point um listen i, I think there are plenty of defenses including uh, it was a very interesting choice to choose the statute of the 31 counts 18 usc 793e um i think they did that in order to get around the idea of whether the documents were classified or dis- or declassified because they don't have to be classified for one to be guilty under that statute. However, there are several prongs, uh, elements to the statute, including whether a person was authorized to have the documents, and this is where their defense of Presidential Records Act is going to play into it and so on. Um, well, what is the there are a lot of legal, legal issues to be to fleshed out.
11: Can you just say, I, I'm I'm very curious, you've mentioned this think before.
10: What, Yeah. It's not cited in the indictment.
11: The Presidential Records Act has nothing to do with other agency documents that were taken by the President. He has no record of saying these agency documents are my personal records, even if he did try and do that.
10: So where's where's the PRA actually come into this here as a defense? Right. I actually have not emphasized this point. I've heard many other people emphasize it. I think the reason it gets less emphasis than people were guessing before the indictment came out is, again, because this classified element isn't a part of it. People generally were talking about that before because of the president's unilateral right to declassify documents when he's in office. However, I think it's relevant here based on the willfulness prong. That is, did he know, should he have known that he was doing something prohibited by the law? given the reading of the Presidential Records Act that his advisors have given him. um, I also think it goes to the first prong, whether he was authorized to have documents in the first place. You know, one thing that's never really pointed out these days is traditionally, and again, you may say it's not directly relevant, but I think it's somewhat relevant, is that the tradition has been former presidents get regular intelligence uh, briefings even well after they're out of office and all that. So one thing we have to remember is there is something special and unique about the position of the presidency. Whether it's a complete defense or not, it's a different question. There's something to remember about that. That's
9: true, but they certainly have no right to show or talk about those national top secrets in front of people who have no classification, which is what's alleged here in terms of the audio of that meeting with the with the authors writing on Meadows. Let me just ask you another defense that has been made by the president's allies. Jim Jordan made this repeatedly with Dana Bash on Sunday morning, citing a 1988 Supreme Court decision Department of Navy versus Egan, which essentially says the president has the authority to classify and control access to information bearing on national security. The Constitution gives them that power, but that's while they're president,
10: not after. Correct? Yeah, th- that's correct. Um, you know, that's the classic case that everybody talks about in this realm. But I'll tell you this: that there is
9: a very misapply- interesting case. I mean, David, some people have talked about. I just want about- to stick on this case because it is what the president's right. allies are using. So sure, sure. Much. To argue it in the way that his allies have been arguing it—that it gives him this right post-presidency—is an inaccurate reading of that majority opinion from the Supreme Court,
2: right?
10: Yes, I think that's right. That it gives. Look, Egan talks about when the person is president. However, I do want to stress. There is a case from Amy Berman Jackson. You may also have had someone talk about on your show judicial watch case from 2012. It has a lot of language in it that talks about the unique power of Bill Clinton at that time uh, when he's president and after he's president re- with respect to not just personal records, but presidential records. Um, there are very interesting issues that really have not been fleshed out here. And I think we have to give them a chance to play out. We haven't seen this kind of situation before.
11: Can you just very quickly, related to the, the Judicial Watch case and the Bill Clinton case, specifically, those were about recordings that he did and what he said were a personal capacity while he was president, which I think would fall under the definition in the Presidential Records Act of personal records. How do you feel like that bleeds into this specific case where, again, you made very clear you haven't been citing the PRA or Presidential Records Act. That's about personal records. These are about agency documents that the president took with it. So how do those two what, what's the language right. in there? You think that applies here?
10: Well, there's, very, I mean, I have the page mark with the, with the language specifically when she, when Judge, Je- Judge Jackson talks about, uh, first of all, the um, lack of judicial review generally for issues that come up under the PRA when NARA. Uh, you know, makes their claims and all that. But I, here's where I think it's relevant, whether it directly applies or not. I think it's relevant to the willful prong. The question here is under 793E, one of the questions is a third prong, whether the person being charged willfully did it. That means did something he knew was prohibited by the law. Now you're going to say to me, well, you can hear from the tape. It seems that he knew, you know, what he was doing. He wasn't allowed to do it and so on. Tapes can be cross-examined, notwithstanding what many of these commentators say tapes can be cross-examined. What were the circumstances, you know, exactly what was the rest of the conversation, and so on. Uh, Again, uh, we have to hear from the defense about all of these things, but I think it plays into what was in his mind, what he understood from his advisors, right or wrong, about what he had the authority to do with documents. David Schoen,
11: and you make a good point. Innocent until proven guilty, We've not seen or heard the full fleshed out uh, defense of the former president at this point in time. I appreciate your time, sir, as always.
0: So, guys, ask yourself this. I'm sorry. Ask yourself this. After you listen to this guy, David Sean, and he used the word flushed out, okay? And one of the uh, uh, hosts has acknowledged that a lot of things need to be flushed out. Everything he just talked about, and imagine yourself being a jury, not a legally trained person, sitting on the jury box, sitting on the jury box, Have all these talks established some reasonable doubt in your mind that Trump has this willfulness and intention to actually commit an espionage offense or classified document offense? (laughs) Okay, so I hope likely you're saying, yeah, it's quite complicated. One of the word I like the word flushed out is this. A lot of these decisions will end up going to the U.S. Supreme Court to flush out. I did a episode for my Sunday series called "The the Supreme Commanders." Go to the Supreme Court. Go the return his return to the presidency. You have to go through the U.S. Supreme Court because this so-called being flushed out has to be flushed out. I would say half of them probably is going to go through the U.S. Supreme Court. And so, so, and if you're a reasonable person sitting in the jury box, you already will have a reasonable doubt about the government's argument. It's not a slam dunk case. Again, I'm comparing what O.J. Simpson's trial to Donald Trump's espionage trial. The evidence, as Vilay has said earlier, in O.J.'s trial is a slam dunk evidence. Even under those situations, the jury find O.J. Simpson not guilty. It's not even a hand jury, a mistrial. It's a unanimous, not guilty, okay? And uh, uh, some of this flushing out may be done by this judge, Eileen Cannon, who is appointed by Trump, who has ruled in favor of Trump. Now, I personally think she should hold her fire if she even had bias, which I believe she probably does have bias. He should let the U.S. Supreme Court to decide all this. Which would save her a lot of trouble. Okay? And I'm pretty sure on the U.S. Supreme Court, they will be more lenient towards Donald J. Trump. Because the charges against him is extremely, extremely serious. And it is overtly politically motivated by the politics. So that's how I, you know, feel about this. But it's hilarious that these lawyers is talking. There are only a few of them. Remember, the great, I would say 95% of the lawyers on these mainstream media, they are all saying, oh, Trump is as guilty as hell. We should have locked him up like five days ago. Okay, these lawyers are talking sense, to my opinion. Peter, the so system so is the very. Ne- so the next thing. Uh, go ahead, Bella. Go ahead, Bella. The, the, the system is
4: very. They want to see him. The man hasn't even had his day in trial, and they already want to see him locked up. Yeah, I know, I know. Which he knows. You know very well. He's going to win. He's going to win, and he's going to have to sue these lawyers. He's going to have to sue these prosecutors. He's going to have to sue these cities for, for wasting his time. He's going to have his day in court, and he's going to win both trials. And he's going to be reelected, and they
0: know it. Yeah, well, I was just about to say, to do a, to, to, to be premature is an indication of a uh, immature. So I'll tell you, so many fucking lawyers on these talking shows, they're so excited that the Trump, with this indictment, is a bound for jail. I was like, not that fast. Just ask OJ Simpson. <laughs> You know, this is America. Remember, <laughs> politics is always. This is Florida. This is Donald Trump. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, uh, so those, that that is that. The next, the next, the next one is this, which is talked about earlier by Dershowitz and this uh, David Shaw, is a conspiracy between a client and his lawyer about the uh, furthering a crime or covering up a crime. Now, this guy, Judge Napolitano, has said, if a boy went out and stole a dime from a store, he probably would not be charged. But if two boys talk to each other about stealing a dime from that store, the same store, these two boys will face years and years in jail. Conspiracy charges... Are far worse than the actual crime that the conspiracy is all about. I find out this is to be very, very oxymoronic. But here is this, okay? The key, one of the key evidence by the of the by the government is that is the so-called the private notes taken by this lawyer of Trump. I, uh, I think it's a Kevin Corcoran. Uh, I've, I've, I have I've forgot his, his name. Now, is it a good thing when lawyers become key witnesses of a trial? Remember, Michael Cohen is the star witness against Trump, who is also the personal attorney of Donald J. Trump. I'll just ask, is this really a good thing? Because I truly think this is a shit show. This is a circuit. I mean, it's actually good for me because this shows to the world, in the US, our justice system is a a travesty, it's a tragedy, it's a comic show, it's a shit show. Okay, because that's what my Sunday series is about. Since the very beginning, (laughs) it's under this judicial white privilege. That is running the courts. That's running the judiciary. It's upheld the so-called equal justice. It never happened. Remember this when a client of attorney and the attorney himself are talking about a criminal case, you can easily say they are conspired to obstruct justice. Right? So I'll tell you you know, just imagine this. If a lawyer can report their client to, to, to uh, lawyers can report their clients to law enforcement authorities. Imagine the L, uh, LBJ, Lyndon B. Johnson, his lawyer, White House counsel, participating and talking to the president about bombing specific targets in Indo-Chinese countries, Vietnam, Laos, and Cambodia. Are uh, these White House counsels, the government lawyers, has a duty to report a crime, a war crime? Right? So that is another item to be flushed out, said earlier, probably by the US Supreme Court. He said, How sacred is this uh, privilege communication between an attorney and his client? Of course, as far as Trump is concerned, everything goes. Right. The government is like, will do anything. Now, you know, in a lot of sense, I think Mary Garland is up for a treat also. I have said it before. Mary Garland can be subpoenaed to testify because Mary Garland, the attorney general who signed the search warrant of Mar-a-Lago, he himself has a huge personal grudge political grudge huge political grudge against donald trump and the republicans remember i said judges are politicians in robes mary garland is a politician also so the trump team maybe subpoena him saying hey what's your role involving all this is this a special counsel, Jack Smith? It's just a smoke screen so that you can pretend that you are impartial? You are the one, Mary Garland, you are the one who signed the search warrant. No, no, sorry, not signed. You are the one who approved the search warrant. It's Attorney General. Alright, so, so 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 that that's this conspiracy charges arising from privileged communication between a criminal defendant and his attorney oh by the way just in case you forget I'm saying all this is not because this happened just recently just because this is Donald Trump no this happened long long time ago with the racial minority groups okay our justice system did this 30 tricks To racial minorities since day one when the court is established, when the law was passed. Plain and simple. Okay, so next thing I want to talk about is this. Should Trump, should Trump talk to the public? Should he keep being active in social media? Because usually the lawyers say no, you should shut up. What do you think, Vila? Now, by the way, OJ Simpson also posted a Twitter post. Uh, He is offering his advice to Trump, saying, don't talk to the public. Okay, And OJ Simpson remembered that all his lawyers had told him not to talk to the public, Otherwise, they will resign and uh, from his dream team. But, uh, of course, OJ followed their advice. So, OJ is telling Donald Trump, don't talk. But, yeah, as you can see, Trump cannot stop talking. In fact, he will be uh, on a speech, doing a speech from uh, New Jersey tonight. Should Trump talk? Now, this is my opinion. I think he should keep on talking. <laughs> because uh, this is a political case plain and simple (laughs) the OJ Simpson double murder trial may not be a political case to start with but the OJ Simpson double murder trial ended with a political verdict not guilty this Trump case is also a political case I think Trump should talk about it as long as he can with only one exception With only one exception. He should only need to watch out for uh, to avoid one thing. He should avoid giving any impression that he is trying to influence the jury's decision. If he's not careful with that, Jack Smith may come back with additional charges of a jury tempering, which may not be a good thing for him. So that's that. And the last topic I'm going to talk about, it's been close to two hours. That
4: would be, Peter, that would be extremely hard to prove, of jury tampering. Jury tampering is that you have the jury already chosen. I can understand that the judge could give a, a gag order to shut up. But knowing Trump, he might ruin the whole case, which would be actually good for him. Actually, it would be good for him. Uh-huh. As long as he doesn't as long as he, he goes through his lawyers. Again, Trump is gonna win this one hands down. I know I know you might not like it, Peter, because you want to see a white man in jail like at, at the level Trump. In your racism, your prejudice against white against white privilege. I know you gotta see those lily white men like Trump behind jail. I know, I know where you stand. You don't no? have to tell me.
0: And yes, no. that is my opinion, that is my opinion. Well, I know and- your guess is wrong. Your guess right. is quite wrong. If you go back to listen to my episode in August of last year, when mar lago was searched, I already said Trump is going to win in this. Oh, okay. I okay, I did, okay, I take that back then. I, take that back. I-, I, have, I said he will be chaired, he has the opportunity to be chaired as a national hero against the deep state. August of 2020, Uh, sorry, August 2022, uh-huh. almost a year from today ago. I said already. <laughs> so so no, you got me wrong.
4: <laughs> okay, okay. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I don't know your true sentiment. I, I know you're a natural racist. I know you're a national a natural racist, so there has to be something there against the white man. There has to be. We're all racist one way or another. I hate white people. I hate black people. I hate Chinese people. I hate, I'm an equal opportunity hater. You know, I just say it. The thing is, I'm very careful how I display it. I even hate my own people. I hate other Latinos. I hate strangers. I hate Mormons. I hate, I hate Jehovah's Witnesses, religious people. I hate Buddhists. I hate Muslims. I hate, I hate them all. I don't care. Hi. You know, but now if, if if my goodness or my heart comes out to help them, i help or Otherwise, go
0: eat shit, go die. That's my attitude with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Got it. Well, I did not know you do you dislike uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. I thought they're Christian also. Toodle. Well, I, we can talk about the Christian uh, uh, religion mm-hmm. in, a, in another yeah. time. That was very uh,
5: Christian of you to say, though, Vlad. We appreciate you. Uh, Providing that Christian perspective. So now let me talk
0: about the prosecutorial misconduct. Okay, so this is the last topic, and I'm I'm gonna end the room. This this has been great. The i I'm told that uh, this Jack Smith actually tried to entice the attorney of uh, uh, Donald Trump's uh, uh, butler, I guess. Uh, the, the runner, the, 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 the caregiver or whatever that guy's name is uh, to flip against Donald Trump. And somehow Jack Smith was able to offer judgeship to this attorney of Donald Trump's co-defendant. I found that to be very interesting because uh, I think Jim Trusty is correct is that when DOJ leaked some information before the indictment was filed. I thought they are doing this leaking for a wrong reason that they actually now believe their case are weak. Now, if if this allegation is true, that they actually try to entice the lawyer for Donald Trump's co defendant with a judgeship, dangling judgeship. So that, he, that this attorney can work with uh, his client to flip against Donald Trump. I find out that to be pretty, pretty astonishing. He almost tells me that the prosecutor, Jack Smith himself, is feeling weak about this case. I have said before, he has to press charges. All the pending cases against Donald Trump are filed by black prosecutors <laughs> this a white prosecutor will not let, be able to a uh, function anymore if he failed peter. to press any charge uh,
4: Pe- peter that alone should be charges to drop the charges that's based on racism imagine again a white man in an all-black jury kind of like a like showbiz for for uh for george floyd a white man in an all-black jury is no different than a black man in an all white jury back in the 30s and 40s under Jim Crow exactly. No difference. Racism yeah. at the core. Yeah. Racist blacks. And blacks, blacks historically have a have bone to pick with, with whites. White. So, so it, I, I make my case on that. I make my that. case on that. You know? Well, I, hear
5: you. You I, hear know? You. I hear you. I hear you. Go, go ahead, Brady. Where is this energy? I, I, I wonder where this energy from Vlad is anti-racist energy is when it comes to like hiring practices and like zoning laws. I, I, I don't. E- I don't even people get in, into street. that because first,
4: I, I. I don't get into that because honestly, I. I know nothing of zoning law other than when I hear people talk and stuff. And hiring, I did very little bit hiring, and they were usually plumbers, and that was just for a year. So that's the most I know in hiring. Hiring, helping my boss at Starbucks. Yeah, we used to hire people, youngsters, and I. I do know for a fact, my my supervisor, my my general the store manager had a peculiar taste for women and and he used to check up with me so usually that's kept kept his secret otherwise he would have got fired you know but he used to check with me from time to time and i knew he wasn't using the rule book necessarily for the most talented qualified
5: but you know for the other attributes
4: physical attributes
5: i'll leave it at that I just want to congratulate you for being so woke, and encourage you to make it a uh, stay consistent in the woke. No, I'm nothing. But I'm nothing.
4: Have nothing to do with woke. Don't you dare put me in that label. That's disgusting. I'm as far away from woke as possibly. When I say, when I say about racism, hold on. When I say about racism, how is it? How is it being woke in regards to Trump being judged by an all-black jury? No, I'm just saying black people are coming after him because that's the feeling the blacks have had after white people okay I, I, it's the contrary i would have to say you know what it's a black man with an all-white jury now how could that be that's uh reminiscent of 1940s jim crow this guy is guilty just for being black driving while black he got pulled over by the cops for driving while black
0: you know that that would be in that sense you know but no 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 it's very far away hey, uh, we- very, very. I have a case that I could claim re- uh, reverse racism by black people too. Remember my truck was uh, damaged in Memphis, Tennessee, right? Memphis is a black town, right? And I have not heard anything from the police department of Memphis yet. I have said I provided the tag number of the vehicle who committed a crime. And I don't quite get it why, why they have not done anything. It's been almost what? It's been almost uh, six months now. And uh, so let, let, let's, let's hear, hear from Ricky. Uh, yes. Go ahead, Ricky. We can't hear you.
5: could be a troll. I was going to mention to you, though, Peter, that that's why people call me instead of the police in the United States. They literally call their friends, you know, um, to either be security or to provide justice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So actually, now, this prosecutorial misconduct, that alleged prosecutorial misconduct to try to enticing an attorney to work against the will. Of his own client that dirty tricks has been done to to racial minorities hundreds of thousands of times okay so I'm glad that all these government lawyers are you abusing or using all kinds of tactics in their in their pocket to go after Trump because now Trump has the opportunity to expose all these kind of shit so so that in the nutshell is what I want to talk about today. Remember, I think the biggest takeaway, in my opinion, is for you guys to know this is that, you should ask the court, how come this proceeding not being televised? It's a, such an important case. We want to see how our courts operate, right? And, and 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 because uh, whether Trump is guilty or not, we want to see how it is done. Period. So, any closing thoughts, Vilad? Uh, and then Brady.
5: Very well said. What you said about transparency. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in transparency, and it's just good to see you back here, Peter. Great show.
0: I appreciate it, Brady. Sure, thank you. I thank appreciate. you for the time, Reliant.
4: Yeah, thank you for the time you gave us to at least talk about the subject. Uh I would have never thought of it to to compare it, but you did bring Alan Dershowitz to the Simpson case, much different. But yeah, I believe this is a white man on trial. White man on trial by a black prosecutor. That should be a long grounds to dismiss the whole case based on racism. <laughs> if I'm going to be woke, like Brady said, I didn't know I was being woke in favor of a white man. Uh, I would say that he's he's witch hunted political. They should be dropped down on those charges. They're baseless. Not only will he win, honestly, but he'll win both cases. He'll be reelected. And I just hope he comes back as a vengeance towards all his enemies on the left and the right, the ones that are working with the left to make this happen, because there is a lot of those rhinos. You know that, Peter. You know know that very well. So I I would like to see true justice, because we have a nasty kangaroo court. Our system right now is so disrespected. The world is looking at it. The world of public opinion, as yourself and myself, that want to see it televised, we're being deprived. And it's not right. We should see it. But there's a lot of reasons why. I just haven't heard
0: the reasons why they don't want to televise. I leave it at that. Thank you, Peter. I appreciate it. Sorry, Ricky. Uh, Well, uh, we think you probably is a troll. But feel free to subscribe to my show or follow me, and uh, I will bring you up next time, okay? Thank you, guys. uh, Relat and Brady, have a great rest of your day. We'll talk soon. Bye now.